there and welcome to the podcast, Biblical Question. Excited you've taken time out of this busy weekend to download this podcast and listen to us as you're probably busy with family and entertaining on this Thanksgiving weekend. Please tell others about us and go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com, all smalls. And there you can find out more information about us, how to contact us, and uh, find out our statement of faith make prayer requests or submit your questions about the Bible to us and we'll do our best to answer them. This past week most Americans celebrated Thanksgiving and for years it was a tradition in my family to go to our parents house and my brothers and I we, we when we arrived there on Wednesday evening we'd we have this big smoker and we'd smoke a big turkey it didn't matter what the weather was like either. When we were younger, we'd stand around the smoker and chat all day and halfway through the night as well. And somewhere in the middle of the night, we'd all kind of fall asleep. But we all took turns getting up and, and checking on this turkey, making sure it was cooking right and, and that the heat was at the right temperature and so on. I think Mom always enjoyed this uh, ritual. This meant she didn't really have to worry about cooking the turkey for years. I think she was saddened when the tradition was somewhat broken. Uh, many of us moved away and went different places. Our careers took us different places. Uh, the Lord moved us to a different mission field. And so it was. we were just too far away to, to be able to go to Mom and Dad's for Thanksgiving. I was living in Lubbock, Texas, and my old other brothers, uh, they were not able to make the trip uh, clear into Branson, Missouri as either for whatever reasons they had. But I do recall so many of those days over the years. I, My uh, brother and I would talk about the events in our lives over the past and how things had changed and some for the good while others probably not so good. We spoke about our childhood and the good times that we had growing up. and So many of those conversations were actually we were thankful for what we had. Growing up, our parents were not necessarily wealthy uh, by American standards either. I know my dad worked uh, two jobs, sometimes three, to try to support us. And mom stayed home and took care of us kids basically till we were all in school. I believe that we really all had uh, loving, caring parents. Uh, we were thankful that they had provided us as a means to to get an education and and help us get off on the right foot uh, when we went out on our own. I'm sure many of you would say similar things as you stop and you would reflect on your childhood. But I'm speaking to the adults here. What about today? What are you thankful for this moment? I have to admit I I've crossed uh, some people over the years uh, that are really, they're nothing more than a sour note, to try to put it mildly. If you stop and listen to them long enough, they're not thankful for much of anything. They act like there's not one good thing in their lives. And when I say that, I mean nothing. I tell you what's even sadder for me is when they are members of the church claiming to be Christian. We met a, a lady from a third world nation and the more we got to talk to her and got the opportunity to listen to her talk about her childhood, 
you would see very quickly how she is truly really never had anything more than the basic essentials covered. As young as 10 years old, she goes and talks about washing her mother's clothes by hand and the neighbor's clothes by hand so they would have enough money to buy food. I don't recall that ever being an issue in my house growing up. Yet, this, this lady, she is so happy and she is so thankful for life. You know, I've never once heard her ever, really, ever complain, not even once about her life in the Philippines. Of course, I'm talking about my wife. If you listen to uh, the prayers of her family at mealtime, and you listen to their, their views on life, along uh, with it, it's just simply being thankful to be able to sleep in a, in a dry place, rise three times a day, and the freedom to worship Christ freely. If you were able to witness this firsthand, you'd see that uh, this is, does not really change your heart about having anything versus nothing. Uh, I'm not sure what really will. How many times, ladies, moms, have you have you gone to the cabinets and, and you opened up the doors and you looked inside and said, We have nothing to eat. As you push things around searching for something that you really want to eat or cook. And as you push things around, searching for that something, the fact really is that you have plenty in the cupboard to cook and eat. Again, it's probably just not what you wanted to eat. I know so many of us in the Western world are very spoiled and seem to have food abundantly. A homeless man uh, was offered uh, some time ago. He, he came into the office and he asked for some food and he wanted tuna. And I offered him a can of chicken breast, because that's really all I had at the, at the church building at the time. But that was not good enough for him. And he was kind of rather rude about it. And he stormed out the door and nearly knocked over another brother in Christ trying to leave. It appeared to me that he maybe he really wasn't being thankful for what was being offered. But he didn't tell me that he was allergic to chicken or whatever. He just wanted a can of tuna. And if he'd given us the time, we probably would have went to the store and bought tuna. There's a song in uh, many songbooks over the years. It's, it's called uh, "When Upon Life's Billows." Uh, the, the song kind of refers to count your many blessings, name them one by one, and see what God has done. We seem to recall the refrain easy enough. I know I do. However, have you ever read the words to this song? I would encourage you, if you haven't, to, to Google them or do your favorite search engine and, and look. The song really means even when the chips are down, when things are not going your way, when everything seems to be going wrong, count your blessings. No matter how rough life might be for you and I, we still really need to be thankful for God for our blessings. If we start counting our blessings, the song goes on, every doubt will fly. In the verse 2, and then in verse 4 it says, Name them, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. It's, you know, it's really all too easy for us, I think, to think negatively. 
and thinking negatively uh, can be contagious, very, very much so, but so can thinking positive. As a whole, we, we in America, in the Western world, we, we live in nice homes. For the most part, we have reliable transportation. Uh, we live in a nation that we can freely worship and have a place to worship. But what are some of the blessings that you can name or that I can name? How about something as simple as the very air that you breathe? I often joke that if air wasn't free, a lot of people would already be dead. But there has to be thankfulness for the air that God has provided. In Philippians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul was a man who was willing to express his thanksgiving to God as well as to the church. Especially to the church in Philippi. Paul seems to really have had a very close and special relationship with the people there. And it was a two-way street here. Listen, listen closely to the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 4, starting in verse 10. I'm so happy, and I thank the Lord that you have again shown your care for me. You continue to care about me, but there was no way for you to show it. I'm telling you this, but not because I need something. I have learned to be satisfied with whatever happens and what I have to live with. I know to live when I am poor and when I have plenty. I have learned the secret of, of how to live through any kind of situation. When I've had enough to eat or when I'm hungry. When I have everything I need or when I have nothing. Verse 13. Christ is the one who gives me the strength. I need to do whatever I must do. But it was good that you helped me when I needed help. You people in Philippi remember when I first told the good news there. When I left at Macedonia, you were the only church that gave me help. Several times you sent me things that I needed when I was in Thessalonica. Verse 17. Really, it is not that I want to get gifts from you, but what I want to have is the benefit that comes from giving. I have everything I need. I even have more than I need. I have all I need because you had somebody bring me a gift to me. Your gift is like a sweet-smelling sacrifice offered to God. God accepts that sacrifice and is pleasing to Him. My God will use His glory's riches to give you everything you need. He will do this through Christ Jesus. Glory to our God and Father forever and ever. Amen giving our greetings to God's people there, to each one who belongs to Christ Jesus. Those in God's family who are with me send your, their greetings. And greeting to you from all of God's people here, especially those who work in the service of the emperor. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. So, the, how thankful is Paul? Well, by reading this... I would say he's extremely thankful for the brethren, for the church, uh, to whom he's addressing in this letter. But not only just for the brethren, also to God, to Christ. I even get the impression every time I read this part of the scriptures that, that Paul 
may have gone without some of the basic needs that perhaps you and I have and never thought about going without. If it was not for God providing uh, for Paul through uh, the needs through the Philippi church, how many how many things can you say in your life that you're thankful for God to? Because Paul is thankful for the church in Philippi for sending these gifts. Everyone and everything that is good is from God. In turn, we need to count our blessings and, and give the thanksgiving that is due rightfully to Christ our God. Philippians chapter 1, the first five verses says this, Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, including the overseers and deacons, Grace to you and peace from our God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God in all in remembrance of you, always offering prayer with joy and every prayer for you all, in view of your participation in the gospel from the first day until now. I certainly hope all of us as listeners uh, are really thankful for everybody in your church. I would hope everybody is giving personal thanks and prayer to Christ each and every day for those who help the church, encourage you. And we thank God every day for the things that he has provided. Simple things, even as running water. So many people in the world do not even have running water, let alone less warm running water. Notice here also Paul, he thanks them for their the continued faithful involvement. You see, they had not only heard the message, the gospel cry, but they had believed and repented, and they were telling others about Christ. They were practicing what they were preaching, some might say. And by doing that, they also showed their thankfulness to God and Paul the apostle by continuing, continuing to be furthering the gospel message. So many of us uh, in this country, in America, uh, we think all we have to do is go to church on Sunday. And the government here is pushing harder and harder against us uh, that we can't talk about our Christian belief in public. But here's a, a beautiful model for us to follow in our daily walk. First one is to, to thank God each day for one another, for our family, our church, uh, those who bring uh, the gospel message to us each week, who put time and effort at the church to help us. Another thing that is a good model, number two, to pray with joy in every prayer. And thirdly, again, continue to be involved in furtherance of the gospel message. The fact of the matter is each and one of us has so much to be thankful for, especially in America. We're not really being persecuted really hard. We are at times, but we're not being left uh, to die. We're not being beheaded and stoned. We're not having our businesses burned down. Just like the Apostle Paul, you know, he, he went some very hard times. And I can't think that I've come close to that. Paul was also, he was thankful for everything. 
All of us living in this country in America have been blessed so many more than probably anybody else in the world. You can go online and you can do searches on how wealthy you really are. And here's an example. Uh, if you own one vehicle, no matter what shape it's in, your earthly wealth is 70% more than the world's population. If you own two vehicles, your earthly wealth is more than 99% of the world's population. Should we be thankful for physical things that God has blessed us with? Well, of course. Yes. However, what is more valuable to you? What are you more thankful for? Personally, I am thankful for the gift of my salvation, for the blood of, the, of Christ, for that sacrifice on the cross, and the terrible beatings that he went through, and the hum, being humiliated, and spit upon, and slapped. Everything, you know, on this earth someday will burn up. But my eternal life will never end, and neither will yours. One way or another, we're going to have eternal life. It just depends on where do you want to spend it. With Christ in his heavenly kingdom or with the evil one suffering for all eternity. You see, you and I have no idea what eternity is like on this side of life. If you're struggling to be what to be thankful for, I, I certainly hope and I pray that you would look for your blessings that God has done for you in your life. Just like the song, I, I think you'll be amazed at, at God's rich love for you and me. May each and every one of us always be thankful for all things, no matter what situation we are in. I'd encourage you not, not to let a single moment pass by without stopping and thanking God for what you have. If you're not a Christian, I, I'd encourage you to go find a congregation that's teaching the complete Word of God. That they can show you Christ's love and kindness and forgiveness. So that we, all of us can be thankful for the blessings that we have in Christ. I hope and pray that the week has not been too stressful for you that are listening here in America as we celebrated Thanksgiving. Most people... Uh, are beginning their travel seasons that go visit family and friends. I know the airports are packed and full. And a lot of us uh, have to go back to work on Friday. And so I hope and pray that uh, the roads will be safe for you and that you'll have time to spend with your family and with God and be thankful. Please tell others about us and pass our information on and how you found us at biblicalquestion.com. More and more listeners each and every week. We have more hits every month on our webpage. And there is a prayer list uh, going up. And if you need help or prayers and would like us to post that, I would be happy uh, to direct a webmaster to do that for us and so that many other people around the world can be praying for you. Again, may God bless you and may He have the glory. Amen.